0: Hey, everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here. And we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, Certified Financial Planner. And we have a lot to go into today as we see articles like this out of zero hedge. It says, these are the US banks with the most uninsured deposits. Today, there is at least $7 trillion in uninsured bank deposits in America. There's no doubt we are witnessing the contagion continue. And you know, we're going to go into the chart uh, shortly. But before we do, I wanted to point out like the back and forth we're hearing in the media. Of course, they're always trying to grasp at straws and say everything's okay. Uh, Bloomberg says banking or bank crisis shows signs of easing as FHLB debt issuance uh, shrinks in late March. And it, the issuance to banks slides to $37 billion from over $300 billion. Drop is positive sign following SVB signature bank failures. No, they could only give so much and eventually it all, it it creates a further contagion. We'll get into that more later, but they're always trying to give us some kind of bullish news on the economy. When we're literally witnessing um, all the major economies slowly move into the Chinese world order, the BRICS world order, it's pretty absurd to say that the United States is in any way going to do well in the near future. And of course, that the banking system is going to recover from all the problems that have been Uh, perpetuated for so long. Uh, Jamie Dimon, and we talked about this recently. This was April 4th. It says out of CNBC, Jamie Dimon says the banking crisis is not over and will cause repercussions for years to come. Well, now, just a few days later, that was April 4th. Now, this was from April 9th. Yesterday, it says from Advisor Hub, Jamie Dimon says banking crisis is near to getting resolved now can you believe anything these people are saying when they go back and forth this much its absolutely absurd and all the while I wanted to show you guys this chart It says um, US bank loans commercial real estate two-week change less than uh, 30 billion dollars all-time record low data collected started June uh, 2004 and you could see the bank loans uh, for commercial real estate Uh, The two-week change, it's a dramatic, dramatic move, the biggest, I think, we've ever seen. Yeah, looking at this chart, it is the biggest in in the last 20 years anyway. So we've got a lot to unpack here, and as always, I urge people to check those links below. Of course, Tim Pachot is a certified financial planner, so my friends, if you want to uh, become a client of his, all you have to do is go to that Bitly link in the description Um, And of course, you get a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review. If you're in the United States, you can sign up for a call with Tim today. So check that bit.ly link below. And also, as always, check out HeavensHarvest.com for long-term storable food, that's non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products. And even if you don't qualify, I still urge you to use code WAM because it helps keep you alive and us alive at the same time and we can now introduce the organic kits. We have organic, fully organic, storable food here. All the stuff on the site is non-GMO but now we have fully organic stuff which is really hard to find in the storable food space. So experts say you need at least three months of food in a supply chain crisis and we're witnessing the controlled collapse of the supply chain. Do not wait until these shelves are empty. It's better to be overly prepared than underprepared. So again, check out heavensharvest.com and use code WAM, W-A-M, save yourself, save your family, save yourself from the great reset. Anyways, let's get into this. So as I mentioned out of Zero Hedge, it says these are the US banks with the most uninsured deposits. And we see there's at least $7 trillion in uninsured bank deposits in America. And if you look at this chart, it's pretty incredible. It shows top US banks by uninsured deposits now svb had 93.8 percent out of a 209 billion dollars in total assets which is a large number for sure and you look at the red the red are the ones that have gone down already but look at bny Mellon, 92 percent out of the 325 billion dollar holdings of assets uh we have uh, state also a large crypto bank also a large crypto bank it's interesting how they're doing that as they move into the cbdc's um and then you look at some huge banks here like Citibank, CIBC, HSBC, they're all in the 70s, early 70s uh, percentiles. And of course, if you go down, you see some of the biggest banks in the world, and you have Bank of America down at 46.1% in uninsured deposits. It's, it's pretty incredible to witness this happening right now, but it's something that we've been planning, or uh, not planning, <laughs> we're not planning it, the Rothschilds are, but something we've been warning about for many many years and we've been planning for it though we've been planning for it and as i mentioned earlier this bloomberg article saying bank crisis shows signs of easing as fhlb debt issuance uh, shrinks in late march and then we see jamie diamond bouncing back and forth tim i wanted to get to you over this and uh, talk a little bit about how this is affecting people and of course how much further we're going to see this contagion continue because they try to pretend like it's just it's it's, it's almost over it's all good even though Jamie diamond did just say it was just the beginning a few days ago and it, it it brings up the question how far along are we into this how much more do we have to see as we see this massive level of um you know uninsured deposits at these banks and we also know the cash deposit ratio of many of these major banks is under one percent what do you think
1: so when the Fed started raising rates a little over a year ago, a lot of market commentators, a lot of pundits were out there saying, oh, this is going to be great news for the banks because now the banks get to you know, charge more interest. Except what they weren't taking into account is something that I've been talking about since day one, which is interest rate risk. When you have the when you have bond yields going up, the underlying values of bonds go down. So what are most banks holding on to? They're mainly holding on to government bonds, mortgages, uh, Also, so you also have an article about the FHLB. So when you have, so when you have the interest going up, like, again, yeah, in the short term that now the new loans that they're issuing are going to be getting better interest rates for them, but they also have those massive amounts of unrealized losses on their balance sheet. And so that is something that I was talking about from the get-go that this was gonna be crippling to the bank. So you know, whether or not it will be crippling ultimately depends on the size of the bailout. So if they're able to, and and part of this BTFP program, the uh, bank term funding program, is they're able to trade in their bonds that have lost a bunch of value and get 100 cents on the dollar for them as a loan. And so they're able to basically paper over their losses, their short-term liquidity drains uh, so in the case, you know, since they are too big to fail, and you know, since you and I don't get bailed out, the small guys' not get bailed out. Uh, you know, this might actually be good news for all the top big mega banks because we know that the top big mega banks, they are the going to be the ones who, uh, you know, succeed in all this. Well, you see them
0: swoop in and try and buy. Like we saw with Credit Suisse recently, UBS came in, and bought them up. But they're also facing huge derivative exposures. They're also facing. Huge um, levels of debt, much similar to Deutsche Bank. I mean, uh, eventually the banks
1: that buy up these banks are going to go under too, am I right? Yeah, so it's just whether or not the government will allow them to go under. So we do know that, you know, especially with the case of Switzerland as an example, I mean, they wouldn't allow Credit Suisse to go down, so they had UBS come in, swoop in, and end up buying them up. Now, I used to actually work with a former UBS broker. Uh, when I was like, you know, like 23 years old, he goes, you know what UBS stands for, right? I'm like thinking, yeah, I know what UBS stands for. He goes, yeah, it's, you've been screwed. And this is a guy <laughs> who had worked for a UBS saying this. Uh, so just wanted well, to get that one out there. So, so
0: Tim, I mean, they, you mentioned something that's obviously true. The, the, the U.S. government and, and multi, the European Union and multi, multiple governments around the world aren't going to let the major, major, major banks go down. But with that said how much money can they print, how much can they bail out, and how much can they bail in before you have torches at government buildings, before you have everyone basically broke and everyone forced into basically a cashless system. I mean, it doesn't, it seems like this would fit perfectly into as an excuse for the agenda to bring in, you
1: know, the World Economic Forum's goal of a great reset. it's a perfect pretext. Well, because they're not allowing true capitalism, we have nothing that resembles true capitalism going on right now. But because they're not embracing actual true capitalism and not allowing these banks to go down, not allowing the bad actors to have repercussions from the 2008 uh, bailout and financial crisis, now they're going to be taking everybody down when the dollar eventually loses reserve status with the mo- reckless money printing that is going to have to occur due to basically all the, you know, 15 years of zero interest rate policies, all these terrible fiscal policies. You've got politicians talking about Medicare for all. We just did a video the other day about the social security system and how that's set the road out of money, but they don't have the money to begin with. They're already out of money. Uh, But by 2033, then that's when, you know, and and I'm sure by, you know, probably three months from now, it'll be 2032. And then, you know, this time next year, let's make an early prediction. It'll be uh, probably about 2030 at the rate things are going and you know because they're not willing to deal with the you know take the short-term pain they are going to have to deal with what is going to be an even bigger problem when the whole currency goes down what people don't realize is that in 1907 was one of the worst stock market crashes one of the worst uh you know instance of banking crisis ever and jp morgan had to come in personally out the entire system but people don't really know about the <laughs> the 1907 banking crisis or the panic of 1907 they know about the great depression but there wasn't a Federal Reserve in 1907, so so what uh, J.P. Morgan did was, oh man, this sucks, having to come in and use my own money to backstop and bail out the whole system. So they created the Federal Reserve Act that was basically owned by J.P. Morgan and the people that backed him because he should have been the richest man in the world when he died. So he had, it was actually his son who uh, was there when they uh, had taken this over right. in uh, December 23rd, 19. 19- 1913 but this entire system is a screw job but because they're not willing to deal with any short-term pain we're all going to have to deal with long-term pain when the entire system goes down and that system will be going down as a result of the dollar losing reserve status but we have not been good student not like we not like anyone here watching this for you and i are you know making any of these decisions but because the psychopaths in control of the federal reserve and you know the presidency and all government politicians uh, you know, basically uh, all of them besides like maybe Dr. Ron Paul and Thomas Massey's and a couple others. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are in this position right now that there is no way out of it. The Federal Reserve is way too over Every single other country out there in the world is at a net loss because of the system. They we are the ones as Americans who are greatly benefiting. And I cannot overestimate that enough how much we benefit from being the world reserve currency and that josh is going to be coming to an end and that is the ultimate crisis that everyone needs to worry about and be prepared for it and these other sort of deposits that's just uh the icing on the cake i would say
0: at the end of the day this has all been planned for a very long time they want us in bondage to the state they want to you know they i've been saying back since like 2012 i remember saying this uh, if they shove you down a bottomless pit of debt, you are forced to ask for a ladder up from the government and the banking system, and um, that makes you basically enslaved to them. And the root
1: word of bond, bondage. I mean, bondage. That's exactly. You're, all these government bonds is what you know. This whole crisis. Or mortgage till death. Yeah, you know death that's contract. First, yeah, death contract, contract. Yeah, to it, it, totally. Get, and
0: all these things mean something. Uh, you know, I'm kind of off topic, but you know, if you go to sleep uh, and you you know you wake like awake in the morning. you're mourning yeah, at a funeral. Interesting word play um, in the English language, and they all have a, a meaning, a background meaning. And, you know, when we're looking at um, these uninsured banks and we're looking at the potential of, um, you know, losing your money if you're keeping it in the bank. And, you know, if, if you don't lose your money and you want your money back, you have to join the cash and society system where we have CBDCs that are tied to, you know, carbon credits and all that kind of stuff. You know, they're all they're manufacturing crises at every turn and it's pretty obvious at this point when you see you know the the collapse of the energy grid and then blowing up substations and refineries and Nord Stream and all that kind of stuff starting this war with russia at the same time as propping up china all these decades and now they're just they just happen to be taking over with the brick system as the economy goes down, so that they can move into the new system of power, and then of, on top of that, of course, you have the collapse of the supply chain, which also plays into the energy grid, and on top of that, you have things like the housing market collapsing, which we kind of—I alluded to the the loans, real estate, um, you know, commercial real estate loans earlier, and. You know, you have all these things happening at the same time as the demoralization of society. It's obvious to me. It's it's entirely obvious to me that what we're witnessing is a control collapse of an empire and the creation creation of a new world empire that's more tyrannical than the last. Not to say the previous wasn't bad. We shouldn't have either of these systems. Um, but, of course, as bad as fiat is, the full-fledged cashless society where you will know nothing and you will be happy, that is what we should all be fighting tooth and nail against at every turn. And all these things lead to that one place. It is all roads lead to Rome. And now we see Europe slowly separating from the U.S. dollar. Once we, we've already seen Saudi Arabia do this. Saudi Arabia says they're not interested in working with the U.S. dollar anymore. Uh, it, it, once you see that, then Europe's next. And then it's all, all you know, <laughs> There's there's no... No holds barred after this. It's going to be crazy, and we have to get ready for the eventual reality that we're going to have to face um, with the cashless society social credit system out of China. And again, it's not a Chinese world order necessarily, it's just that the Chinese system that was propped up by the U.S., Israelis, and others over decades is what they are utilizing after using it as a guinea pig state for so long tim um there's multiple ways to get around the cashless society we've talked about it a million times to exhaust a lot of people are probably sick of hearing about it but with that said you're a certified financial planner you have clients and you're trying to keep them safe from the great reset so you know, when people see the potential of their bank deposits not being insured, you see the FDIC only insuring over uh, around 0.666%. Yes, that is the number. Um, what can people hope to do to salvage, you know, their their money that
1: they've worked hard for in the face of all this? Well, that 0.66 number, that was the pension system, which is right. a whole other cluster, uh, you know, what that's going on. And so you had talked about people getting their money back. At a certain point, it's not going to necessarily be about getting your money back. It's going to be about keeping your purchasing principle because it's great. You get your $200,000 back your $50,000 back or your $50,000 once all this hits the fan is worth, you know, $5,000 or even less. Uh, and then shortly after that, you know, pretty much nothing. It doesn't matter that you got your $50,000 back if you can only purchase, you know, $2,000 worth of goods because of the economic uh, turmoil that is going on. So, And there's also a saying out there that return of principle especially in times like this is more important than return on principal. so when josh and i talk about different things you can do it's not about trying to get rich quick it's and, and that's the problem with a lot of people that got into crypto is a it was all about get rich quick or people talking about oh silver is going to be ten thousand dollars an ounce we now all we're trying to do is you know pr- have different hedges and so i'm not here to give financial advice in this sort of medium and broad blanket statements to anybody, but everybody right. should be ready. And I tell clients, hey, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a million dollars with me if you don't have a generator, you don't have storable food, you don't have, uh, you know, a way to protect it, you don't have land, you don't have uh, gold and silver, you don't have some crypto, you don't have it on a hardware wallet. And, you know, and I have advised people that, you know, it. let's face it, people do need money to live they do need U.S. dollars, fiat, for the most part. Unless, I know that we, that we do know people, and, and actually people like yourself who transact mainly in crypto. So it is possible, but in a realistic world, you know, it's you know your landlord, your mortgage company, all these things, and, and there are ways to get around that too. But this
0: guy I interviewed years ago that I kind of want to get back on the show named Joel uh, Valenzuela. Who has lived only on Bitcoin since I think like twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, which is incredible, and has never used fiat in the entire yeah. So it is possible. possible. It's just just
1: not not incredibly practical at this juncture, and so people need to have some cash to operate. And so I was telling people it was better off keep if you did need cash, keeping you know in a one month Treasury bill. This is before the all the everything that went on with the FDIC. Because ultimately, the cash that's in the bank is backed up by the treasury bills, which are backed up by nothing. But uh, you know, but that is a higher uh, claim, you know, in you know in, in terms of like one of these bankruptcies or bank insolvencies, and, and that is something that you know, if you had your money at SVB and you're listening to me, and then maybe you would have pulled it out to put some in the treasury. But ultimately, you don't want to keep it in the treasury forever, because if you keep it in the treasury, you keep it in cash forever. All you're gonna do is gonna go broke safely, like I mentioned before. You're gonna get your money back. You're just not going to get your purchasing power back and so it's putting money into various commodities uh you know we've talked a lot about energy i started getting into energy stocks january 6 2021 when the whole uh you know january 6 was going on because i realized okay well you know at this point biden's definitely getting in and although i think you know i had a lot of problems with trump i don't think he was deliberately trying to ruin the energy supply and i knew okay well biden's getting in they're gonna be shutting down the supply of oil at the same yeah. time the world economy is coming back online, so increased demand, decreased supply. What does that lead to? Uh, higher prices, and so that is economics 101. And that's why I started getting the clients into energy stocks. But ultimately, everything you should do depends on your own situation, what you got going on. Yeah. So, this is not blanket advice. And Josh did mention we do have those free consultations below with myself or one of my team members. But you know ultimately most people do not have their eye on this they do not have their eye on the ball and it's just like oh yeah no it's just a little hiccup and you know things are fine now and, and to a great extent i did see an article earlier today it was about how the average person basically doesn't really care about the banking crisis anymore and thinks that everything is all good all back uh and so it's not about the banking crisis it's about the dollar going down crisis when the debt crisis just absolutely explodes. Because we are in a debt hyper bubble. We are already in a debt hyper bubble in 2008. Now we've got, all the world has done is given us more rope to hang ourselves. And at this point, you know, we've given us enough rope that it's, they're going in for the ultimate kill shot. But I don't think China and Russia and these other the BRICs want to necessarily rush this along. They want to give, they want to get as set up as possible. And it doesn't mean that you've said this a million times, it doesn't mean that they're the good guys. Just yeah. because, and I hate saying that we're the bad guys in all this, but... Uh, because ultimately, it's not even we. There's European bankers that own the entire financial system that we don't even know who owns the Federal Reserve. That is, you have twi- 12 private central banks that own the Federal Reserve system, and we don't even know who those owners are. But you can bet your butt that it's not uh, you know, Joe Schmo sitting down there down the street. It's a bunch of wealthy European banking dynasties who are controlling everything from the 1700s to this day. Oh, I thought it was a guy down the street drinking Pap's Blue Ribbon on his... Uh on his
0: porch. Well, at least he's not drinking Bud Light. At least he's not drinking, yeah. Well, and and, 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 fake a fake beer for fake women. No, but I mean, honestly though, I I truly believe that, uh, you know, it's a Rothschilds and these dynasty families that go back to the, not just the Knights Templar, but ancient Egypt and that goes into a whole other subject matter, but it, it goes back a long ways, my friends, and, If you want to believe that you could make billions and billions of dollars and suddenly be the guy in charge, it's not the way it is. This stuff is set up long, long, long ago. But with that said, you know, um, there's so many ways that people can prepare for for this. And remember, at the the modus operandi of the Great Reset, which Klaus Schwab says he um, bases on the Chinese world order system um, and to create a new world of tomorrow, uh, remember that their modus operandi is to make you dependent and if their modus operandi is to make you dependent then what do you have to do my friends well it's pretty obvious isn't it you have to be independent independent that's what you need to do it's very basic now of course that that's very simplified the reality behind being independent you have to actually go out there and get storable food and get seeds and get stuff like that get water uh, food water shelter self-defense you're not gathering things for the toughest guy on the block gold silver in my opinion not investment advice and you know privacy coins like epic cash and stuff like that which I'm a big fan of because the whole idea is to withdraw from the system withdraw from it in a way where no matter what they do in the cashless society they're not going to be able to starve you out or um, freeze you out in the winter or heat you out in the in the you know in the summer. These things are very important and they're they're greater than money. Now money is important overall as far as being able to maintain a, a sustainable life, though as inflation gets worse, of course it becomes less Possible people say, "Oh, the rich get rich and the poor get poor." That's not exactly the case. Everyone is getting poorer. There's just less rich people, so there's more allocation in a few hands. But at the end of the day, the rich need the poor to also be somewhat wealthy in order to actually get money out of the market into their product and and have a competitive system. So at the end of the day, the rich don't want everyone to be poor. What the people who want everyone to be poor are the evil psychopaths that are running the banking system and running, you know, the, the, not just the the financial system and the markets, but also governments worldwide as, as they, um, you know, basically wear every politician like a sock puppet. So uh, that's a terrible image. So, um, with that said, it all comes down to you watching today. Stand up for your humanity, my friends. And a way to do that is, one, go and check out that bit.ly link for Tim Pichot, the Liberty Advisor. Also check out the LibertyAdvisor.com and the LibertyAdvisorShow.com and the um, Telegram group, the Liberty Advisor official chat. Also, um, again, I, I urge people: if you haven't yet already, go to heavensharvest.com and get long-term storable foods. H- how I don't know how people could be at this point in time, and like with all due respect, I know a lot of people out there have gotten it. And I know a lot of people go, "Hey, I don't have the money for it." I understand that, but I mean, the greatest form of money is you know sustenance, and I don't understand how we're so far in and people are still doubting the idea of getting storable foods long-term storable foods that are non-gmo, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started, again, you could use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products, and again, you, don't, you may not qualify for all of them, but we also now have um, things like or, fully organic food, uh, we're talking fully organic storeable food, that's really hard to find these days, and experts say you need at least three months of storable food to survive a supply chain crisis, so, don't wait until the shelves are empty. Don't wait until you uh, show up at the store and they give you rations based on your carbon credit score, based on your CBDC. Don't wait until it's too late. Better to be overly prepared than underprepared, my friend. So there is heavenservice.com, long-term survival foods that are non-GMO. Again, wham, code wham and that's wam not not the band wam uh but world alternative media wam wam we also have whamsurvival.com for long-term durable foods as well save a bunch of money if you go through us on there and we have a whole bunch of other options of course we have things like line energy for batteries and solar panels so you are not left completely dependent on the government grid we have things like of course clear phone the privacy phone that it's decentralized you hold your own private keys and it's a smartphone with all the regular apps, but they don't send all your information and track and trace you to China uh, to later be used in a social credit score system. So that's important as well. And it uses Linux, it's degoogled. all that. It's faster than an Android, full national coverage. So check that out in the links below. And of course, um rncstore.com that's Richardson Nutritional Center your source for laetril online made famous by G Edward Griffin's book World Without Cancer get your apricot seeds laetril amygdalin and vitamin B17 there of course that stuff has been flying off the shelves since we recently did an interview with John, uh, John, Dr John Richardson's son John Richardson Jr a couple days ago and if you haven't yet seen that I urge you to check it out I think Tim has some of uh, the apricot seed powder in his drink today so also check that out and finally check out learntherisk.org for all the jab information you could possibly find and not run by shills unlike most of the anti-vaccine community unfortunately so check that out all that all that stuff's available below and if you want to help support us we have gogetfunding.com patreon uh, we have a big, uh, well, we have Subscribestar as well. We have Bitcoin, we have a bunch of different cryptocurrencies at the Cointree link, including Privacy Coins. And of course, we have things like Epic FundMeet where you can donate an Epic Cash Privacy Coin based on the Mimble Wimble protocol. Um, you can find out more about them at Epic Cash Community on Telegram. And again, I'm not affiliated with them, but I support what they're doing because they're trying to fight back against technocracy. Of course, you can um, find our Teespring store below and of course, our rockfin channel uh we have a whole bunch of different options there we have telegram world alternative media telegram channel world alternative media announcements we have uh www.iamband.com for our newsletter if you want to sign up there and we are on band video bit odyssey rumble and bright yawn at world alternative media we're on hive steemit and vigilante.tv at josh higertson and We're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram at World Alternative Media, Twitter and Getter at At World Alt Media and all the major podcast platforms like Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Um, So check those out in the description. That's long-winded. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. And we will be back at you with much more of their solutions. Again, it all comes down to everyone actually mobilizing for the New World Order so that we can defeat it and build a beautiful, bright new civilization based on um, humanity, freedom, individualism, family, God, all these things that the the, the state uh, that these evil psychopaths hate we will be able to overcome this, assuming that we prepare today. So live by example, live freely as always. And until next time, my friends, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pacho signing up from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.